0: Welcome to the Rock of Bay County, Florida, where our vision is to be a multi-generational gathering, moving as one body to bring the glory of Yahweh to this beautiful county and to all the earth. We hope you are encouraged and blessed as you listen to this message. You may be seated. Thank you. Well, good morning. Good morning. Caroline said, do you think you should introduce yourself? Because um, and I, So, my name's Henry Jordan, that's my... Drop-dead gorgeous, beautiful wife over there, Caroline, on the front row. Yep. I always told her next to the Holy Ghost, she's the best thing that ever happened to me. And that is so true. But, Miss Johnny, happy birthday to you. You are such a treasure. You have been a treasure to Caroline and I for so many years, and we love you very much. Happy birthday. I tell you... um, This week, I have had, when Joseph said he was going to be out of town, he said, um, you know, would you uh, speak, you know, in my absence? And, you know, we are a spirit, but we live in a body, a natural body, and, and we walk through this life. And some days are better than other days, but that's why we need the Holy Ghost to help us to always be able to keep our eyes focused on him, like Jess talked about this morning. And it's funny because there are times when you feel like speaking, maybe, and and other times you don't, at least that's the way it is for me. And the day he called me was probably one of those days I just did not feel like speaking. But I knew in my spirit that Holy Spirit had something that uh, he wanted to say through me today. And I began to to mine that out this week. And I have a word of encouragement for us today. In short, simple terms, I just want to lead us in honor in the Holy Spirit today. It's that simple. Yahweh, we bless you today. Will you guys put uh, that scripture, John six sixty three, up there? That was kind of cool how the power just went away and everybody kept singing, wasn't it? That was neat. It is a spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. And that was Yeshua talking to the disciples during a time when they were doubtful, speaking of their unbelief. And today, let my words, Holy Ghost, I ask you today, let my words not be my words, but your words. Let my words today not be words of flesh, but words inspired by your Holy Spirit to encourage us. And how we can best honor you as we walk through this life. Amen. It's the Spirit, capital S, who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are Spirit, little s, and they are life. I am convinced as someone, Caroline and I came to The Rock about 37 years ago here when it was The Rock. Today it's tribe. Almost said thee. <laughs> it is kind of hard. And, you know, through that time, the one thing that has been so consistent that Apostle Ball used to talk about so much is, is the Holy Spirit and the emphasis of the Holy Spirit in our life. And since that day to this day, most of you know our story. We walked through an incredible journey in corporate America. And when I look back, in fact, this morning when Jess was really singing about he's been so good, man, I'm telling you guys, he has been so good to me. Mm, I can't even, he's been so you you're supposed to say how good has he been to you Henry he's been so good to me he has been so good that when I look back and even begin to take a glimpse at that it's more than I can contain and you know what he's been good to you and I'm so thankful for that so thankful but when I look at all of, of those, those years that Caroline and I went to California and we went to Arkansas and we went to the West, East Coast and West Coast and several 15 places that we moved in between, the one, there were so many variables, but there was one constant, and it was the Holy Spirit. There were so many times that I could fill up volumes when I did not know what to do. And when she did not know what to do. But a still small voice was on the inside of us that said yes. Or said caution. Or said no. And that voice, I'm happy to tell you today, led us on an incredible journey. And still to this day, continues to lead us on an incredible journey. I'm convinced that when people come into the kingdom of Yahweh, it's like joining the team. Here's your jersey. That's kind of what happened to us. We came in and, and you know, we, we felt the, a drawing of, of Yahweh to, to really walk into a place with him we had never walked before. And we made a commitment of our lives to follow him. And we walked up this hall, and we went up into that, what used to be the youth room up there, and we got our jersey. And we went home in our little mobile home and, uh, with no air conditioner, and I'll save that for the next time I get to speak, maybe. We had humble beginnings, but we went home, and, and it was great. You know, we, we were excited. We felt this rejuvenation in our body and in our mind and our spirit. And for about a week, man, it was just it was just incredible. And then one night... I walked down the hall and I, was, I went to the bedroom and Caroline was sitting there with tears rolling down her face. And I'm like, "Man, what, what's wrong?" And she said, "You know, there's—we we got the jersey, but but there's just there's something else that here that that we need to deal with." And it was a Saturday night. Donna, where are you at? Donna was supposed to, was plan, her and Tom were planning on singing that, that next Sunday morning a particular song. And at that same exact time that night, Holy Spirit spoke to her and Tom that they needed to change the song they were going to sing. And they went out and they actually came up here to the church, I think, that night and practiced that song. And it was all about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So it was, I'm telling you all, this whole thing's a setup. You get in this kingdom thing, you might as well just open your spiritual eyes because it's all a setup. So that Sunday morning, Caroline, we talked about it. We said, well, you know, they keep talking about the Holy Spirit. We, we're on the team now, but we, we're in the kingdom and we're born again. But, you know, it's like he's, there's another step we need to take. And, they keep, and maybe it's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We're not sure. But you know what? we we got to deal because then it, it, it got on me. And I began to feel the same thing she felt. So Sunday morning we came In that whole service that day all the apostle talked about was being filled with the Holy Spirit and being baptized with the Holy Spirit. And we, they sang that song, we melted and, and, and we came into that and we received the Holy Spirit. And you know, when you think about receiving the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you know, there's a lot of there are a lot of interpretations of that. And today I want to share kind of what Holy Spirit has given me as, as our interpretation of that. You see, there, there's this thing called the inner witness of the Holy Spirit. The inner witness of the Holy Spirit. And, and if, if I had a title today of what I'm in, encouraging us about honoring the Holy Spirit, but it's to talk to us and remind us about the inner witness of the Holy Spirit. It's the spirit who gives life, the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. If we want to communicate with Yahweh, we do it by, we, we, we have to do it by our spirit. He created us, He created man and woman. He created them in His likeness. In our likeness, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, we created them. Now, maybe that means he has blue eyes. I don't know. Maybe that means he looks like one of us. I don't know. What I do know is that he is a spirit. And he created us in his image. And I believe personally that the image of him in us is that we are spirit. I want to encourage us today to reconnect and to just think about this morning for a few minutes. The spirit inside of us. Because as you walk out that door and and we live life every day, let me tell you, there are very few things that minister and speak to your spirit. There's a whole lot of junk out there that speaks to your flesh. There's a whole lot of carnality that speaks to your, your, your fleshly nature, your carnal nature, your carnal mind. But there's a Holy Ghost out there that wants to speak to your spirit. If Benjamin's trying to talk to me and I've got 50 things blaring all around me, I probably can't hear him. I can see his mouth moving, but I can't tell what he's saying. Connect with our spirits today. Holy Spirit, help us. You know, we often ask about feelings versus the Holy Spirit. If you will, put Romans 8.16 up on the screen. I, um, I saw this interview recently about this, this guy, and he said there were two guys talking, ministers, and one of them, you know, was talking about the Holy Spirit, and the other one didn't understand, and he said, well, how do you know? How, come on, man, how do you know? I mean, it, isn't that, that thing you're talking about, a voice inside the Holy Spirit? He said, isn't, that's, how do you, what's the difference between that and a feeling? And I love the guy's response. He said, well, let me ask you this. He said, I just know it. He said, but how do you know it? He said, well, let me ask you this. How do you know right now that you're this whole situation, that you aren't really uh, a brain somewhere in a pool of chemicals and that someone is just programming your imagination to this false reality right now in this very moment? And the guy said, because I just know. And he said, well, how do you know? He said, I just know this is real. This is really happening. This moment is real. And he said, exactly. He said, when I hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, that inner Holy Spirit consciousness inside of me, I just know that inner witness. I know that voice. And I loved that. I loved his response. Romans 8, 16 The Spirit, capital S, Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Again, just another affirmation that in Yahweh's creation and in His orchestration of man, He wants to walk with us in the garden. He wants to communicate by the Holy Spirit in us, with our spirit. So this week, you know, as I was just thinking about this and and talking to the Holy Spirit, he began to speak to me about feelings versus this Holy Spirit inner witness. Feelings are natural. Feelings are temporary. Feelings are short-term, shallow, driven by emotions, filled with drama. You want to see a real good example of feelings being demonstrated? Go home and get on social media. And if you really want to see it, start reading all the responses to things that people said. And then you have, you know, feelings responding to feelings. And I mean, it's, it's interesting, but it's most of the time, very natural, filled with drama. Feelings are derived from our mind. Feelings are natural. Everyone has them. Feelings condemn fear is a feeling. Hopelessness is a feeling. You know, when you think about feelings and you think about religion, they're kind of like this bottle of water. And I think it's kind of interesting that Joseph kind of, they did away with the, with the bottled water here, you know, a couple months ago. But, you know, there's so many references to the Holy Spirit and water. And, and that speaks to me. I mean, Caroline and I, most of our entire life has been around water. It's always had to deal with water. And guys feel there's a picture back there of water, if you put that up there. But when you look at this water, it's it's pre measured, it's you know, it's it's probably treated, it's uh it's calculated, it's in measure, you know, it's just the right amount. It's labeled. It's it's you know, it's kind of like religion. It's kind of like in a lot of cases, you get the jersey and it's like, okay, here's your portion. Yahweh, help us to never limit your flow in the, in the spirit man of who we are. And it's easy to do. It's easy to say, you know, this is comfortable, this is predictable, this doesn't make me uncomfortable. There's a whole case of these sitting right over there. They all look just alike. I'm not alone. If you'll put that video back up again. I believe when I saw this image this week, Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, that's what I'm like. That's what I want to be like in your spirit. I'm not just coming. I, like I found one video that had a stream coming down there. with right And I was like, man, that's pretty cool. And Holy Spirit said, but that's not, that's not my character. I'm coming... I'm flowing in you from all kind of different places. One day I'm speaking to you in the tree coming down your driveway. And the next part, next day you walk in here and, and Tara comes up and tells you about these butterflies in her backyard in a cocoon that are all limited and trying to break out of that thing. And then the next, the next day you're driving down the road and you see somebody on the side of the road and Holy Spirit speaks to you through that. I'm, I'm ever flowing. I'm ever present. I'm, I'm not limited. I'm not pre-measured. I'm not treated. I'm what you need when you need it that's, that's my picture today for you of the Holy Spirit we could just go home now we're not going to yet plus the plastic bottle creates waste I'm just saying Yahweh help us not to walk by our feelings the inner witness of the Holy Spirit Let's talk about that for a minute. It's supernatural. It's a knowing. I don't know how I know that that is his voice when I feel that inner witness of the Holy Spirit, but I I just know it. I just know it. It's like, how do I know Yahweh created Caroline for me? I just know it. I couldn't prove it to you in a court of law. I couldn't call enough witnesses and present enough evidence. But I'm telling you, I know it. benjamins he could not grin any bigger right now. He's like, I know it too, man. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I'm rejoicing with you guys. Praise Yahweh. The inner witness of the Holy Spirit is supernatural. It's a knowing. Your inner witness involves Faith. And trust in Yahweh and believing in that which you can't see or may not always understand. It's a knowing. The inner witness is lasting, still and quiet, but yet deep and powerful. The inner witness of the Holy Spirit is not present in everyone, though it can be. It comes through us yielding ourselves to Him. It's the voice of bravery, the voice of courage, the voice of hope. Yet it's still and quiet, yet so mighty and powerful. You know, sometimes we walk through things that we don't understand. Sometimes we just have to say to the Holy Spirit and to Yahweh, You know. Yahweh, You know. And until I know, I will trust in You. I think we've all walk through things and continue to that we don't understand. Over the years, Caroline has received some of the some very powerful words that she's been prompted to write. And then a couple of years will go by and, and she you know nothing will come and then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit will just give her phenomenal words. And I want to read to you something that recently Holy Spirit gave to her. Y'all notice I bought this up here, but I'm not drinking out of it. I've got a recyclable container there. It's kind of funny because it's called a Bubba mug and it's Caroline's. If y'all know Caroline, she's the last person in the world that you would ever think would have something that says Bubba on it. That's just a side note. She had a phenomenal word, and let me read it to you Abba, you know. What I do know is that you are good. Your plans for me are hope, prosperity, and a future. When things around me are unsure, I can say, you know. When I don't understand, I can say, you know. Because my hope and my trust are in you, and you are good. I will go back and rehearse your word. I will read your word and listen for your still small voice you know and until i know i will trust in you i will stay still wash me with your word i will respond in faith lead me by still waters this is the time for us to shine for this hour for this hour we have come we are not in we're not we are in this world but not of it my focus is on you. My hope and trust are in you, and you are good. Above all else, I will guard my heart. Amen. It's an awesome word, bud. Thank you. So what does it mean to, to not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit? And how do we walk in the realm of the Spirit and not in the realm of the flesh? If you've got a Bible today or you've got your Bible on your phone, turn to Romans 8, 1 through 17 and read with me here for just a minute. Romans 8, 1 through 17. And you've heard this before, but I'm going to ask you today to, to hear it again for the first time. Starting in verse 1. There's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Yeshua who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Yeshua has made me free from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, Yahweh did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh. On account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. How often. We fight flesh with flesh. People talk about, man, that guy's got such tremendous willpower. And you know, willpower is, is admirable at times. I mean, you, you see somebody that trains for an athletic event, you know, maybe that's not in the kingdom. And, and, and their willpower is phenomenal. And they, and they discipline themselves. And, and, and the power of their will is pretty amazing. But at the end of the day, our willpower could be defined as flesh managing flesh. Without the Holy Spirit, it's still flesh. It's still our carnal mind. He condemned sin in the flesh, starting with verse four there, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit for those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit, I will tell you there've been times in my life when I look back that I set my mind on things of the flesh and those are miserable times. I am not very good when I'm in the flesh. When I'm entertaining, and you know what? Neither are you. When I'm walking by the carnality of my mind, I'm not nice. As my wife told me one day when I was in the flesh, dealing with some stuff at work, and I just got angry, and I was just in the flesh. There it is. Sorry. I know y'all think I'm such a nice guy. It doesn't happen to me. It does. It has. It has but not like it used to, but Caroline told me one day, she said, you just don't make me laugh anymore. Now that got my attention because I think I'm pretty funny, but anyway, so now I use that. If, if she's not, see, she's laughing right now, but I'm really good when I'm in the spirit. I mean, Wayne, when, when you're in the Holy Ghost, when, the, when you're honoring the Holy Spirit, when that voice on the inside of you is sensitive and listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit, man, you can be good at whatever you do. You can be great at whatever you do. You can be an incredible nurse, Laura. You can be an incredible musician, Benjamin. You can be great, Zach, at whatever you do. The Holy Spirit knows more about real estate than Zach. Wow. Wow. But what happens when you have good willpower and you have a heart that yields to the Holy Spirit and you honor him and he begins to get inside of you and you begin to listen to that voice and you begin to walk where he says, walk and don't walk where he says, don't walk and have a caution when he says to have a caution and Lord help if you get married or joined to somebody who has the same thing happening in them at the same time. Wow. I find that when I'm in the spirit, which is where I want to be all the time, I and I hope, I hope you do too, sometimes it's a striving to enter that rest, but never, never stop. If you find yourself listening to other voices, get back in a place where you can hear his voice. You're better at whatever you do. You can be great at whatever you do. I've learned that the Holy Spirit knows everything. I mean... I can be working on my motorcycle and go, Holy Spirit, I need to call Jerry Smith right now. I just can't figure this out. But before I call Jerry, I'm going to call on you. And you know what? He's faithful. He's faithful. So many times we don't acknowledge him. Um, Put that picture up there, if you will, of uh, the baptism this morning. I've learned to keep my eyes open and keep my ears open, and keep my heart open. But you know, that's hard if, if our mind and our heart is, are so full of, of stuff. Um, Jeffrey David and Jess this morning, what a beautiful, beautiful morning it was. We're baptized up at, up at the lake. And I'm telling you, it was just one of those mornings where the Holy Ghost was just flowing out there. And when when they walked in the water, there there was a big osprey flying across the lake in front of them. And when they when they came out of the water, there were birds flying out over their head. And then when they walked up the hill, there was this big jumbo jet making this beautiful streak in the sky right over them. I think that's the Holy Spirit. I think that's, I'm going to give Holy Spirit, I'm going to acknowledge Him and say, Holy Ghost, you know how to frame a situation. You know how to honor two people who mark a day by humbling themselves before you. By letting what's happening on the inward man in them be reflected by an act of what happened on the outward man. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Amen. I'll say this to you couples. One of the things that I value so much in Caroline is the Holy Spirit in her. You know, I realized a long time ago if if everything that we did was going to be left up to just my interpretation of of what good looked like, I was a little worried about that. But But what a blessing it is whenever I can know that she's hearing the same voice that I'm hearing. Now, you know, if, if you don't have a Caroline next to you, then I'm declaring you'll be able to hear. Yahweh is that voice that comes into agreement with that voice that you hear, and you'll know the way. But I I love, too, the depiction here. It's 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 Yahweh saying, you know, I have... I've created you. I want to walk in the garden with you. I want to, to, to walk this life out with you. I want to be with you. I want to be in you. I want to give you everything that you need. I'm not like the unfaithful father that takes all the money and all the food and, and leaves the kid at home with nothing to eat and stays gone for months at a time. I'm the daddy that hands you the, the gold credit card and says it's unlimited. It's unlimited. And whatever you need, whenever you need it, son, all you got to do is make a draw on that. He's a faithful father. I love, he's walking with us. And one of the things that Joseph said to you guys this morning is, I'm walking with you. And they joined hands and they walked into that water and I almost exploded. It was a beautiful moment. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you for your affirming voice in us. Thank you for walking with us in this life. Hallelujah. You know, Joseph has talked a lot about lately me before, you know, before I was me. And this morning I was talking to him and I said, you know, what's interesting about that apostle Paul used to say things that kind of made my eyes cross Sometimes. And yours too. I mean, I, I, you know, he was good at that, and now Joseph is starting to do that. I was <laughs> like, great, here we go. I just, just got my eyes uncrossed. Now, now he's, he, you know, now he's starting to speak these parables. But he was talking about uh, me before I was me, and Holy Spirit showed me something this morning that Apostle Paul used to talk about: the end and the beginning are the same. And it's like, no, they how's that? You know, I mean, if you start here and you end up there, and and how can the end and the beginning be the same? And and so I think there's there's two things about that. One is I may have, Caroline and I are almost geographically back where we started 37 years ago. I mean, we don't live very far from where we lived when we first came here. But can I tell you, we're in a whole lot better shape now than we were then. We don't look quite the same. and And so we started here just outside of Southport, and, and we, we made this big journey for 37 years and, and now we're back here, but see, we're not back here. We started here and now we're, we're somewhere here. So we're at a different place because it's, it's every day walking and trying to hear his voice and listening to him and, and from glory to glory, he's made us who we are today. and, and When we come back around again, we won't be the same as we are today. We'll be better because the glory to glory thing doesn't just stop when you retire from Walmart or you hang up, you know, doing whatever it is you've been called to do for a while. It's from glory to glory all the way till we pass through to the next realm. That's what I believe. Amen? So what does it mean to... Well, let me go back let me, go, let me finish reading this what was that on verse 6 Y'all can go, you can go back to Romans let's just pick it up at verse 6 so Romans 8 6 for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace oh I love life and peace Holy Spirit thank you for life and peace if you don't have life and peace today hear me He's making it available because the carnal mind is enmity against Yahweh, for it is not subject to the law of Yahweh, nor indeed can be. So then there are those who who are in the flesh cannot please God, cannot please Yahweh. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if indeed the spirit of Yahweh dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of Him who raised Yeshua from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, which means it's a decision, right? If you live according to the flesh, meaning you can live according to the flesh or you can live according to the spirit. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. That's the category I want to be in. How about you? For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption "...by whom we cry out, Abba, Father." The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. I want to read that again because that's, that's really the crux of everything I'm saying today. The Spirit of Himself, capital S, bears witness with our spirit, little s, that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of Yahweh and joint heirs with Christ... If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Thank you for your word, Yahweh. Hallelujah. So, I find this word realm kind of interesting. I looked looked up a couple of these words this week just to kind of see what the definitions are out there. The word realm, when we talk about the realm of the spirit or the realm of the flesh, is a region, a sphere, or a, do- or a domain in which anything occurs. A royal jurisdiction or an extent of government. Another definition of a realm is a kingdom. We are created in the image of Yahweh, of Abba, of Yeshua the Christ. We are of him In that he is a spirit and we are a spirit, but we live in a body. Again, think about when Joseph has talked about going back to you before you. You were a spirit to Yahweh's original intent. And so, something else that the Holy Spirit showed me about this is that when he talks about going back to you before you, that was in the beginning. Of us being created, we were a spirit. You agree? So that was a beginning. Keep in mind, the beginning and the end are the same. So, if in the beginning I was a spirit man, and and I'm born, and and Yahweh wraps this flesh around my spirit. Who? Somebody said that this morning. Jess, you said that, didn't you? It was in my. Did you look at my notes? You did. So he wrapped that flesh around my spirit, and and. For a lifetime, we walk through this life and if we aren't careful, all kind of thing garments get put on that spirit and identities get put on that spirit and, and labels get put on that spirit and things like pride can attach itself to who we are so that when we come full circle and at the end of our life here on earth, we come back to the same place ready to pass on into eternity with, with him shouldn't we look just like we did when we got here from a spirit standpoint? I mean, when I show up in the kingdom, I don't want Yahweh to look at me and go, um, who are you? I want him to say, well done, good and faithful son, because I want him to see the spirit man that I was before I was me now returning and, and being back to the spirit man For me, after I was me, I think is the way I would say, I don't know. You get the point, right? (laughs) So it's kind of cool to think about the end and the beginning being the same is that we were spirit when we begin and, and we should be spirit when we end. Another word this week that's just been going over in my spirit is the word source, the word source. A couple of definitions of source. And again, I thought this was interesting as it relates to water. You can put uh, John 7, 37 up if you would. Definition of source, a cause or starting point, the beginning of a stream, the point of origin, the beginning, a fountain, a fountainhead, a spring, a well. So isn't it interesting that the definition of source all relate to water? And then you look at John 7, 37 which says on the last day, that great day of the feast, Yeshua stood and cried out saying, if anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. Again, if anyone thirst, meaning it's a choice we have to make, right? We have to choose. We have to acknowledge if we're thirsty, we have to come to him and drink. It's a choice. It's not automatic. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said out of his heart will flow rivers or some, um, some scriptures say, Uh, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, capital S, whom those believing in him would receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Yeshua was not yet glorified. But guess what? The Holy Spirit's been given since then, right? Don't I understand that right? Amen. So if he's been given, have we received? Have you received? Back during the hurricane, or right after the hurricane, we I want to tell you something else. The Holy Spirit actually I went back over to Port St. Joe this week with business, and I actually stopped and and looked at the place where this happened. But you know, of course, like you all, we were without power. We were without TV. We were without air conditioning. We we're without pretty much without everything that we're used to being, you know, used to having at our fingertips. And after a couple of days, it was very clear the thing that we missed the most. Derek, can you put that water slide back up there? It was water. So we did have an alternative, oddly enough. There were cases of this stuff everywhere. And people were bringing it. But you know, it's just not the same. I don't want to give you all that visual. I'm sorry. Anyway, hey, we had to take a shower, right? Right? And so depending on the water availability, we had two bottle showers and five bottle showers. And Caroline used to brag, how many bottles do you use? And I'd go, three. She'd go, I only use two. So, but we wanted water so bad. I mean, after it took, wasn't it two weeks? Because the, the old, the water, the pipes out there were old. And I mean, it was a story. So for two weeks, we did not have running water. We missed it a little bit to start with, but by after about a week, we were dying for water. And what's interesting is, while they repaired the pipes, out at the water main, you know what I mean by the water main? It's that little thing that has a heavy lid on it, and you have to open it up. You should know where that's at in case your pipes ever break or anything. Always know how to turn your water off. Well, ours had, there's a valve in there down in the bottom, and it had been turned off. So our house and all of our plumbing was turned off or unplugged from the source. And one day turned into two, turned into three, turned into a week, turned into two weeks. And out of everything that anybody would say, well, what do y'all need? We'd say, we just need our water turned back on. We need that, that running water. See, when we had bottled water, we couldn't go out there and pressure wash. We couldn't go out there and clean the mud off of everything. We, we had a, just a bottle and it, and it just wasn't the same. During that time, air and emptiness filled the plumbing in our home. You would go up to a spigot Uh, Out of habit, you just do it constantly. I bet I I did it a hundred times. You'd go up to something and you'd turn it on. And it'd just kind of choke and spit for a minute. A couple of drops would come out to tease you. And after about the fifth time you did that, nothing would happen. A constant reminder of that emptiness. Oh, but after two weeks, there came a message in Gulf County you can turn the water on. The source has been restored. And I walked out there this week. I was over there. I pulled off the side of the road and I walked over there and I looked at that meter again. And it took me back to that moment when I walked out there. And I don't know if you've ever put your hand in those things. They're kind of gnarly. Yeah. I mean, there's like the spiders and all kinds of things love to live. If, like if I was a little undesirable, mean critter, spider insect, I'd live in there. Cause it's, it's, it's dark and it's got weeds in there. And I mean, it's not somewhere you just think a snake's going to bite me when I put my hand in there. And so, but, but two weeks after no water, we get the call and I go out there and I pull that cover back. And I reached my hand down past the spider webs, because at that point I didn't care. And I reached my hand past the weeds and I got the dirt off of the hand and I got my hand on that on that spigot. And I began to turn that nozzle. And I turned it not just one or two times, but I kept turning it until it wouldn't turn anymore. And at that moment something happened. That water went into our home and went into our plumbing and it went into those pipes and all of those spaces that were void, that were full of nothing, were filled with this fresh water from the source. See, I could have turned that just once or maybe twice, but I wanted, I wanted everything that it had to give me. And then I went in the house and I think Caroline and I went around the house for probably an hour or two just turning water on and get you know and celebrating and having water again. And then no matter what spigot I went to, when I made a draw on it that you could you could hear it, that water taking over and, and, and pushing out the air and the emptiness. And I'm telling you, it's so easy in this natural body, in this natural world that we live in. It is so easy for us sometimes to be more comfortable with this than it is with that. I want to challenge you today as I've challenged myself. Am I allowed, it maybe you were baptized in the Holy Spirit years ago, but you know, it's, it's not like you, you get your ticket punched and, and I've done that and I mean, it's a daily thing, people. It, it's, it's a choice we have today if you will hear His voice. It's, it's every day making a conscious decision. What, what are you turning on that, that's speaking into your spirit and into your mind? Are you turning something on that's feeding the carnal man? Is, is your picture of that water all dark and muddy because it's not the Holy Ghost, but it's what the world has to offer? Is it the voice of media? Is it the talking heads? Listen, I love to to listen to all that stuff and I can get caught up in it in a minute. But I'm telling you, I'm the best me when I'm full of Him. I'm the best me when that water is is flowing, when that that source is just flowing in me from different directions and helping me whatever I'm doing. And I want to encourage us today examine ourselves do we have that valve turned all the way on are we giving him access to every part of who we are and maybe if you're new in the kingdom maybe you've got the jersey and you're part of the club but you've never made that conscious decision to allow the holy spirit to baptize you in who he is and if that's you today, I'm, I'm encouraging you. I'm telling you, a life by the Holy Spirit is not only a life filled with life and peace, it's an, a life filled with excitement. Man, He will take you places that you never dreamed and He'll be right there with you holding your hand all the way. He will make you look so much smarter than you really are. It's, it's just not even funny. He used to whisper to me in moments that were were great in my career, in our career, he used to whisper to me and say, just reminding you this is me, to keep me humble. And it always worked. And it was a holy time. It was acknowledgement. What is it? Joseph says the the difference between a moment and a holy moment is acknowledgement. Amen. If anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. It's a choice. We must choose to come to him and drink, and then out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. We must choose him, and then he chooses. He, he, we must choose him and choose to drink of him and allow the Holy Spirit to have place in us and embrace that inner witness. Thank you, father. You know, one of the very, I I can say not one of the, but the very first word that I ever remember knowing Jonathan, Holy spirit spoke to me was the one about the dog dish. And if it wouldn't have made a mess, I almost wanted to demonstrate it this morning, like get a dish and put it up here and put some dirt in it and just pour water in it until there was no more dirt, but there was a whole lot of water. We had a a dog and, and, I know those of you that know us well know that you can't imagine us having a dog that we actually kept outside. Court and Laura are laughing right now because sometimes they babysit Chance and they know how spoiled he is. And, and, uh, but anyway, back then, you know, we had a dog that sometimes stayed outside and I went out there one day to make sure he had plenty of water. His name was Barney. And I held the the water hose and it had a lot of pressure. And rather than then take the, the dish and empty it out and clean it. I just stood there with that water hose and I held it in the dirty water bowl. And, and all of a sudden that water just began to turn over everything that was in that dish until it began to overflow. And after a few minutes, there was no more dirt. There was just fresh flowing water and in that moment, Holy Spirit told me, He said, if you're going to walk with me, you need to know that you need to hang on to me at all costs. You need to honor me in your life. And you need to never, never limit me. You need to trust me. You need to let me flow in your life, in every part of your life, in every moment you need to acknowledge me and I'll direct your path. How do you, how do you get li- I don't want to just walk by still waters. I want to be led by still waters. How do you, how are you led by still waters? You, your spirit in you and the Holy Spirit. He speaks to you and he leads you in his paths of righteousness for his name's sake, and he leads you by his spirit. It's a choice. It's a It's a yielding. It's a trust. Jeffrey, if you don't mind, if you'd come up, there's a song I wanted Jeffrey to share with us and lead us in this morning. What must we do to walk according to the Spirit? We all desire to be called sons of Abba. To do so, we must stay pressurized internally with His Holy Spirit. We must invite Him to fill the emptiness and the voids in our lives, the things we understand and the things we don't understand. We must invite, embrace, and receive the inner witness that only the Holy Spirit can give. That is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That is the moment when you reach past the overgrowth and the spider webs of your carnal mind and the discomfort of this natural man to grab a hold of the spigot and open it up as wide as it'll go so that flow comes in to fill and be present in the deepest part of who you are. Then in all your ways, when you acknowledge him, he'll direct your paths. He'll give you that inner witness that says yes or says pause or says No hallelujah thank you Holy Spirit have you invited the Holy Spirit to be that in you if you have I rejoice with you hallelujah if you haven't today is the day that you can and you should do that he's willing he's generous you can trust him He is the connection between us and our creator that helps us to walk and navigate this life in a way where we can become the original intent of who he created us to be. When we walk in the ability of our own mind, our carnal mind, scripture says we walk in enmity against him. What is enmity? Listen to this. A feeling or condition of hostility, hatred, ill will, animosity, and antagonism what is the carnal mind? the carnal mind defined is aspiring to be nothing higher than a hostile self-centered and selfish state does that not sound like a lot of our country today? aspiring to be nothing higher than a hostile self-centered and selfish state that's the carnal mind But life, life comes by walking by the Spirit. Both life and peace come as the reward of yielding to Spirit-controlled living. A gentleman named Emery Horvath from Tulsa, Oklahoma said that. I love that. Both life and peace come as the reward of yielding to Spirit-controlled living. I want to read you the words of this song Jeffrey's going to sing. It says, Holy Spirit, you are here. Holy Spirit, you are here and you love me. You make me your dwelling place. You make me your home and you love me. This was your purpose and it's your plan to walk with you hand in hand. This was your purpose and it's your plan to be with you in our garden. I believe that part of us going back to who we were before when when Joseph says the you before you were you, I think part of that is to also go back to the garden that Yahweh wants us to live in and walk in today in this earth. When you come up to Prosper Road, I'm telling you that's our garden. Beth Woods, I love those pictures that you post sometimes that are so simple yet so profound. Where you just, I just, I, several times I've just seen you just celebrating the moment in your garden. Where he always puts you in a place where he's just saying, you know what, Beth, I love you. And you look and you acknowledge that and you see that in that sunset or in that, that, that place where you live and David, recently we had the pleasure of being in your home and, and to see you in that place. You're in your garden. Maybe some of you young people, you don't know where. You haven't reached your garden yet, but I'm telling you, if you allow Yahweh to lead you by His Holy Spirit, He'll take you there and you can dwell there. I think creation is that simple. I think Yahweh created us, Abba created us, and He said now... You're going to walk through this life, but there's some things you need to navigate in and around. And to do that, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. And if you'll listen to that voice and you'll you'll connect Him with the Spirit within you, there's nothing you can't do. And you can walk in peace. You can walk in joy. When I see Dr. Joe and Ellen around all those grandkids, they're in their garden. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He wants to walk with us in our garden. He wants to dwell in us. He wants to be that that presence in us when we don't know what to say. And all we can say is, Yahweh, you know. He wants us to face things that are difficult with courage. He doesn't want us to walk in fear. He doesn't want us to walk or give ear to condemnation. And the way that we can do that, there's only one way not by our will, not by flesh on flesh, but by spirit on spirit. Share that song with us, David, if you would. Abba, thank you for loving us so much that you never leave us. We're never alone. We don't walk by feelings, but we walk by faith. We're never alone. You're never alone. You're never alone. He's walking beside you hand in hand. You can be confident today. The mountain looks really, really big when we look at it in our carnal mind. But it looks so small when we look at it through the eyes of the Holy Spirit. When you don't understand and you can just, all you can say is, Yahweh, I don't know, but you know, and until I know, I will trust in you. He's the one that brings out the best in us. You know, with the Boys verse Wild, we talked about seeds on our first gathering. I love those boys. Love those kids. But their faces just lit up when we talked about there's something on the inside of you. There's tremendous potential on the inside of you. There are things inside of you that are so great you can't even Imagine their eyes were really big and all of a sudden you could just see them thinking that how do because you know how kids think about things so simple their faith is so simple and so pure so unrehearsed and it's like well how do we get that those things out and like that seed you plant yourself in him you put yourself in the right proximity to the soil and the water and the sunshine, and all of a sudden, those the, that seed begins to crack, and something great comes out of that. And it, eventually, it's a tree, and it has more fruit, and in each side of the, in each piece of the fruit, there's more seeds, and inside the seeds, there's more fruit, and inside the fruit, there's more seeds, and there's more trees, and then you could just, you could just see them grabbing a hold of that. But sometimes it's so easy to, to hold on to that, to that seed. I want to encourage us today to just look again. No matter how young or old we may be, there are things inside of each one of us that, that when we're planted in Him, when we're planted in the right proximity to Him, those, the, the greatness that Yahweh put in us, His original intent, can have a place where it can flourish. amen Amen. and that's my prayer over you today i i ask you to let the holy spirit just minister you the rest of today and this week examine your life examine and, and, and all of us lay ourselves before yahweh spiritually and 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 look at the things that we're feeding and look at the things that we're embracing and 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 ask ourselves if if, if we're limiting what Holy Spirit can do in us. Listen, I don't think He comes to make us weird. I think He comes to make us wise. He comes to make us sharp. He comes to make us better than we could ever be on our own. And I don't know about you, but I need Him. I need, I need the Holy Spirit in, in everything I do and every day. And He's there. He's willing. Are we you know, I was, I was reading in closing real quick. I was reading a story about David and, the, and Goliath not too long ago. And I was envisioning, I, I, I was trying to envision as, as David was standing before Goliath and I was trying to get a, an idea. So how big was Goliath? And so I started doing, you know, reading about, well, you know, he was this and that. And I was like, well, how, how much is that in feet? You know, how tall was he? And he was pretty big. And and as I was looking at that picture in my mind of Goliath, all of a sudden, the the giant turned into me. And I was looking at me, but on a much greater scale. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me in that moment, and He said, You are your only limit. You know, don't be worried about some giant or some demon or some devil. We, We are the ones that limit ourselves but oh, by the power of Holy Spirit. When He is that ever-present flow, when, they, when, we don't, when we don't have Him in a bottle, when we don't limit, it's just amazing what He can accomplish through us. And that's my encouragement to you today. Amen? Yahweh, thank You for Your Word. Abba, You are a faithful, faithful, great Father. You love us and we love You. Thank You for giving us and sending us the Holy Spirit to go before us and to show us the way and to help us be a better and a better and better version of of who we are and who You created. Thank You for the Holy Spirit who helps us see ourselves as You see us in Your original intent. He helps us to see who You wanted us to be before we are sometimes who we've become. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Help us to honor him in all that we do and to give him place so that we can be everything that you created us to be. And we can give you glory in that and everything. Amen. David, sing that one more time as we dismiss. Bless you. listening. For more information on the Rock of Bay County, please go to therockofbc.org.